2: Personally, how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Daikuid Mills. Daikuid Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 2,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant is church with young, energetic love, people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Hewitt Mill.
1: That draws
3: us to I have been
0: learned. Walk in love, it is not easy to walk in love, the fruit of the Spirit is walking in love. Faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love, oh my God, please help me to walk in love and to forgive. Oh, it's not easy, but I can make it. For love is patient, and love is kind. Love is not jealous. Love is not easily provoked. Love is not proud. It's not unbecoming. Love does not vote seek its home, for love is patient, and love is kind, love is not jealous. love does not boast. And love But the greatest The greatest of these is love Oh, love Can I attain to it Without love All of my prayers are nothing Without love My tongues are nothing Without love My giving is nothing Love is patient, and love is kind, love is not jealous, love is not easily provoked, love is not proud, it's not unbecoming, love does not boast, and love does not seek its own, for love is patient. Love is not just not unbecoming, love does not boast, love is not easily
3: provoked, love is patient, Mm -hmm. love is kind,
0: love is not jealous, love does not boast. i so- See? 20 ready for the war. I'll be ready at 20 for the work of God. There is nothing I can not do mm, for the Lord. There is nowhere that's too far. There's no battle. Wachsen I fifty. <laughs>
4: and gentlemen, it's time for testimonies. Amen. How many of you love testimonies? The Bible says in Hosea 1210 that I have spoken by the prophets. This morning, the prayers and the prophecies of our prophets have practically been fulfilled in the lives of our brothers and sisters, and they want to testify. So please put your hands together as we welcome all our brothers and sisters who want to testify of the prophecies that they have practically received, please put your hands together for them as they come up, or oh, please encourage them. The louder your clap, the faster your testimony comes to you. Amen. Are you ready to listen to the? Are you ready for the powerful testimonies? We have our sister Telly Nam. She wants to testify of an eye she received through the prophecy of the prophets. Please put your hands together for her.
5: My name is Teline. I'm Ellie. I'm from the Kolebuba Center and I'm in the Greater Love Choir. I want to testify of how to the glory of God, the prophecies of our prophets have practically come to pass in my life. Every time that the prophet has been proclaiming iPads into the air, I have been lifting my amen net and catching it. And I didn't even know how I was going to get an iPad. I never dreamt of it. I was always writing notes. But then by the grace of God, I believed it, even though I didn't know how it was going to come to pass. And I received a new iPad. And also, I believe that I received this iPad through the counsel of Bishop when he told us to have a good relationship with our fathers. And it's my father who bought me this iPad. Thank you very much. I want to encourage all of you to believe in the prophecies and listen to the counsel of the prophets Bishop Dagiwood Mills. Thank you.
4: Amen. Put your hands together for a power testimony. Those of you who are writing notes and those who are not clapping. As you clap, you are receiving your testimony in Jesus' name. We have another testimony. Our brother wants to testify of that. His honeymoon experience that was declared by the (laughs) prophets.
6: Hello, um, everybody. My name is Komenas Samoa Jr., popularly known as Iceberg. And I want to testify about the goodness of the Lord and the the prophecies of the prophet, our prophet, that have come to pass practically in my life. Um, Last year, December, just before I got married, um, the prophet was ministering here in one of the services. And he was walking around usually like he does. And he prophesied and said that your marriage will be nice. And he said that uh, some of you are going to enjoy a very nice honeymoon. And he said that you'll be on the honeymoon and you'll be in a a swimming pool with your wife and you'll come out of the water to eat burger and chips and you go back again to and enter the water. And, like you, like you, like they always some of the response is people were because it was a very casual, it sounded very casual, some were laughing, but I believed it knowing how the prophets um, usually prophesied. And I'm here to testify to the glory of God that that prophecy came to pass practically and literally in my life. I want to encourage all of us to believe in the prophet and especially. His style that he ministers. And I know it will be a blessing. Thank you so much, prophet. And the prophecies are advancing us. And our lives are being blessed. Thank you so much. And God bless you.
4: Amen. Put your hands together for a powerful testimony. Do you want more testimonies? We have another testimony. How people have received divine provision. Let's welcome David Yali to share his testimony with us.
7: May God give you a hundredfold increase. Every currency, hundred. Father, bless them to build houses as they give in Jesus' name. Come, quickly, quickly. Hundred is the term for hundreds. Beautiful. Hundred of anything. And you don't want to give 20. You don't have 20, but you have 10. This is your moment. Run. Run.
8: Hallelujah. Amen. My name is David Yali, and I'm a Bacenta leader in the Dansumon Agege area, and I'm in a greater love choir. Amen. I'm here to testify about the goodness of the Lord and how much the prophecies of our prophets happened instantly when he, when I gave an offering. And as you heard, during last two weeks during the revival service, the prophets called for people to come and give hundreds of every currency. And he said that if you give, you receive a hundredfold. But I did not have that amount of money. And all I had on me was 10 rand. And the prophet went on and he said that anyone who has 10 of every currency come to the front to come and give. And you know, 10 rand is about three cities in uh, the Ghanaian. Three cities, yes. And I went to give that offering, believing God for a blessing to happen in my life. Can you believe that? That very evening, that very night, before I went home, I met someone, surprisingly, and he just gave me a $100 bill. Yes. <laughs> and how a 10 run can turn into $100 in one night, in the space of about less than two hours. It happened practically in my life. And I want to thank god for giving us such a prophet to pray for us and prophesy a lot of blessings into our lives and i want to thank you so much bishop for caring for us and praying for us amen
4: put your hands together for powerful testimonies are you enjoying the testimonies do you want more We have another testimony, church. People are receiving good news. They are receiving pleasant surprises. And I want us to enjoy the video of our sister, Rahel, who experienced good news practically in her life.
7: Lift your hand now. It's coming towards you with a good surprise. May you have good news this week. This week, may good news come in your direction. This week, in the name of Jesus Christ,
9: my name is Rahel Rafferson from Lagon Campus, and I'm here to testify of a testimony I received from the prophets last two weeks. Last two weeks, after the communion, prophets prophesied that we will hear good news and pleasant surprises. I had forgotten about a scholarship my lecturer signed in in my name, but immediately it talked about good news. I remembered the scholarship and I believed that I would receive the scholarship. Last Wednesday, I was in the room when my lecturer called me that I should come to the HOD's office. When I got there, there was the pleasant news. I had received a fully funded scholarship. That would pay for my MPhil on campus. And also next year, God willing, I'll be going to Canada for an exchange program, which will help me do my thesis, project thesis on diplomatic missions. I really want to thank God so much for the prophecy and I'm literally shaking, but the prophecies prophet has been saying over our lives. They come to pass. It may come as a counsel. It may come as an advice. But if you believe, that's the prophecy. And this is the prophet God has given to us. And these prophecies are for everyone. God richly bless you, prophet. And thank you so much.
4: Put your hands together for a powerful testimony. We have another testimony. Those of you who went... The prophet prophesies and tells us to write down things we want to see in our lives. Some of you have not been writing it, but church, it's been fulfilled in the life of many people. Put your hands together as we welcome Grace Sam to share her testimony with us. Please encourage her as she comes. In
7: the next three months, I declare there's a change in your situation take out a piece of paper right now take out a piece of paper I want you to be writing down some of these prayers the presence of God in your life in the next three months is going to solve your greatest prayer topic that you've been praying about in the name of Jesus Christ
10: Hello, everyone. My name is Grace Ann Abibio, and I'm in the Saber Center. I'm here this morning to testify to the glory of God. So somewhere last year, I think around August, um, the prophet was teaching. He was teaching on a little series called The Presence of God. And in one of the parts, as he was preaching and teaching, he stopped to prophesy. He asked us to take out a sheet of paper and write down three present things we want God to do for us in the next three months. Around that time, I was just about finishing service, so one of the things I wrote down was for uh, God to give me a job. Then I said to the glory of God that on the first day of the second month, within the three months, he said good things were going to happen to us. I had started working fully. I didn't write an application letter. I didn't submit any CV. I was actually chosen for the job by a shepherd. So I want to give God the glory, and on this note, I want to encourage us that when the prophet tells us to do something, we should really attack it with strength. When you look through the Bible, anytime God sends prophets to minister to people, the prophets didn't necessarily need what the people ministered to them. When you take Elijah, he didn't really need them. <laughs> the widow's bread, but because God has sent ravens to feed Elijah, but God divinely wants to provide for the widow during the time of the famine, so he sent her Elijah to provide for her. And in the New Testament, the woman at the Samaritan (laughs) well. The woman, the Samaritan woman at the well, Jesus didn't really need the water because Jesus himself was the river of life. But God wanted to turn around the woman's life, so he he sent Jesus to ask for a drink of a, 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 um, a pitcher of water. So I want to encourage us that when the prophet tells us to do something like he's asked us to bring souls today, you should attack it with strength and bring your souls because you may never know what bringing the souls will do for you. God bless you so much, prophet. Thank you so much for the prophets. Keep prophesying over our lives. We are coming to pass.
4: We are graceful. Put your hands together for powerful testimonies. The louder your hand clap, the faster your testimony is coming to you. We have another testimony. Let's enjoy this wonderful video of how a member was delivered from death. Please, let's enjoy the video.
7: Somebody here, the devil says you die, but God says you live. Whose report will you believe? The report of the Lord. Now I speak to the rider, the rider of a um. horse. With announcements of death. And I say, Come back, come back, come back in the name of Jesus. You cannot come without announcements.
4: Our sister Fafa was delivered from death, and we have Gomez to testify on her behalf of how this prophecy was fulfilled in her life.
1: Amen. Hallelujah. My name is Clemens Gomez, and I'm saying this testimony on behalf of my member Fafa. Judith came, um, came over. So last two Sundays ago, um, right after service, we were having our usual meetings, and then um, Fafah was in one of the meetings, and she complained that she had some sharp pain in her abdomen. So one of our doctors came to examine her and um, told, advised that we should take her to the hospital right away. But even before we took her to the hospital, she passed out. Um, we had to carry and put her in the car, and then we rushed her to the hospital. When we got to the hospital, the doctor. Examine her and stabilize her, and then um, said that he he has to keep admit her in the hospital for a night so that he can examine her, and make sure that everything is okay with her. But something terrible happened that night. Um, what happened was that three people in the hospital died, including a girl who was sleeping right by Fafa. Fafa said that she she was even chatting with a girl later in the night. Um, I saw the girl. I spoke to her and I even encouraged her that she should get well soon. So three people died, but by the grace of God and the prayer and the prophecies of our prophets. Fafa was delivered just as you saw. The prophet said that, I see a rider of a horse coming with an announcement of death. And he said that, go back, go back, go back. And we believe that it is this prayer that has preserved and kept Fafa alive. We thank God so much. Amen. Amen.
4: Why don't you give the Lord a shout for powerful testimonies? Our prophet has been prophesied that we are going to build. How many of you believe in that prophecy? It has practically come to pass in the life of our pastor. Please let's enjoy this video.
7: child of a builder is a builder. Walls, towers, gates, bars. You could say a big thing a small thing, a big thing a small thing, a big thing. They don't have to build something. You see the rain of the builder's anointing falling all over God's blessing is over you to become a builder. You'll build many things for the Lord.
4: testify of how this prophecy has practically
11: come to pass in his life. Wow. Praise the Lord. I think um, I just need to say thank you. Eighteen months ago, our father and our prophet said I should go to Nigeria and um, to do the book work. And he said, to us you shall build and you will do well and he gave us books and by the grace of god we have built it's very powerful by the grace of god something and uh, international Macario center which um, is now a phenomenal in all your states of nigeria and um, we want to say thank you because we are all practically living on your word, Prophet, and then also living on your books. We have families. This is all we live on, and our life has changed. We have prospered on the mission. Just with one word. Thank you. And we believe that it's just the beginning because you keep speaking every time I come around, you keep speaking into our lives, and uh want to say thank you very much, and um, thank you very much. We really appreciate you. My team are actually on their way. They were supposed to be here, the driving down, but they will be at the Give Thyself Holy Conference. All of us are coming with a blessing. We have vehicles through the books and the prophecies that uh, you have given to us. Lives are changing, and our lives are blessed. Thank you very much, our prophet. We thank you very much. God bless
4: church i thought you stand to your feet and put your hands together for powerful testimonies we have our final testimonies our pastor and our prophets is raising pastors some of you you can't believe that you can ever be a pastor but you can get a testimony as you watch this powerful video of how one of our members was transformed into a pastor. Oh, are you not an elder of the campus church?
7: And you stand up. You, are just controlling sound. And you don't know that. You you are now in the helps helps ministry to these ladies. They should be helping you. They should be helping you. Are helping them? Isaac Ofori Ajeman. Ajeman. Known as us he,
3: he used to, to, to be system.
7: a DJ, isn't it?
3: Please Ajiman used to be a DJ
7: Yes. He was a DJ in a nightclub. And he can show you pictures of when he was in full operation. But God saved him, and today he's become a pastor.
12: hallelujah wow um, i thank god for such a wonderful day and even in this month of october i remember when i joined the church one day bishop was preaching and then he turned to the back i was sitting by the at the back and he said that why are you not an elder why are you not a spiritual man and he didn't speak to me directly but i was sitting by the but the Bible says that he has spoken to us through prophets. He has multiplied visions and he has used similitude by the ministry of the prophets. So I believe that day he used the ministry of the prophet through similitude. So that was the day that I was in church. I was just an usher, a sound guy. And after the message, I really cried. Because I remember how my life used to be when I was in Kumasi. I remember one day I was going to the ninth club in a leather jeans and a leather, leather cap. And I didn't have money that day, so I jammed the wall of the ninth club. When I jammed, there was switches. They caught me that day. It was really terrible. And another day too, one of my birthday, my eighteenth birthday, I had a whole ninth club and hosted a birthday in a ninth club. Little did I know that the following year when I was coming to the university, I was coming to meet a prophet. So through the similitude that day, God convicted me. And I decided that I cannot just be an usher at the back. So I had to be sealed from the prophecy that day because I was casual. And it could have said that maybe it's for the boy, It wasn't me. But that day God really spoke to me. So a year after, we went for an elders camp. And the prophet was praying for us. And he called me, Ajiman. And he laid hands on me. And he said that, may you never be barren. May you never be found without a gift. And I remember that right after I was sent to start a church in Wisconsin, a church in Harcho, a church in Pentagon, because the Bible says neglect not the gift that is indeed. That was given to you through prophecy and by the laying of hands. So I remember that day there was an impartation to be fruitful. And through that day, my life has really been a blessing. Exactly a year after the camp, that was October, four years ago, was pastoral appointment day. And I couldn't believe that this ninth clubber, this bad boy in SS... Because when, when I was in Lebanon, there wasn't maybe I was saved, church, I knew what to do. I, I wasn't like that. But from that day... And I remember I went to Kumasa and I saw one of my friends has become a drug addict. Some of them have become smokers. some of them have died. But I believe my encounter with the prophet that day changed my life. So, as you have come to church today... They're to be preaching. Don't say it's for somebody. And I remember how Anasha used to be at the back. By now, by the grace of God, I sit in front. There's a seat in front for me. I'm a pastor, a bus center leader. I won the award for the best bus center town with the largest number of buses. You can see that the gift is really working. And I want to say thank you so much, Daddy, for such your words of encouraging. And it didn't end there. I remember... um. NNB, Daddy was preaching the he prophesied, how many of you don't have a um, digital phone? And I left him and I said, that this week we receive a phone. Less than a week I received a brand new phone with seven cases. Different frank case. Less than a week through the prophecy. That was NNB. And from NNB we moved to um, CC, Central Cafeteria and he was preaching again. He said that, how many of you don't have iPad? Receive an iPad. And I lifted my hands and I received the iPad. So the following day, the daddy said that if you're here, you know a relative, call the relative and tell the relative that you need an iPad. I said that, okay. So the following morning, when I woke up, I called my uncle that um, I need an iPad. I said, that, oh, really? You just bought one. Then you can just buy another one for me. Less than a week, I receive an iPad too. That was in the end. From CC, we moved to the first lab center. And the prophet was preaching one day, said that, this week some people are going to receive cars Less than a week By the grace of God I received a brand new car I have been Driven before my first car Tierra, rubber car I, I, I mean I, I couldn't believe it So the Bible Says that they prosper Through the prophecies of the prophets Thank you daddy that your words Are working in our lives Prophet thank you for your words Because the Bible says that believe in the God Believe in God you You'll be established and believe in his prophet, you will prosper. Thank you, Prophet Doug, for your encouraging words. So, today, if I stand here as a pastor, and not only that I'm a pastor, but I'm a full time pastor, not only did my life change, but the course of my life, like, like how Saul met Prophet Samuel, the course of his life changed. And I thank God that today, when I wake up from Sunday to Monday, All my lives are by the ministry, which is really a blessing. Thank you, Prophet Dahl, for making some of us a ninth club guy like me. Today, a preacher, a pastor, is such a blessing. Thank you so much.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the powerful testimonies. Why don't you rise to your feet and put your hands together for the gifts of God? Been showered on us. God has blessed us with a prophet, and we are being delivered from our Egypt in Jesus' name. Please take your seats as we welcome
3: Ida.
0: What you said to him You said I'll take up my cross And I'll follow you Do you remember The dreams you had And the visions you shared
4: Today is the prophet's honor Sunday and in this church we are so blessed that the founder of the united denomination is our direct pastor and the bible says that by the prophet Israel was delivered from Egypt. Church put your hands together.
7: live your hands Father thank you for the blessings we have come to receive the help we have come to receive this morning from you thank you that even though we are in a world that is cursed we are blessed even though there is much difficulty Your help and your hand is helping us through it all. Thank you that we can hear the sound of rain beginning to fall on our fields and on our lives. What was dry and what was brown. Is beginning to grow. It's beginning to revive. It's beginning to rise. Thank you for power from on high. Power to walk with you. Power to serve you. Power to obey you. Power to prosper. In this life Thank you Now we receive the angels Supernatural help We receive supernatural assistance And supernatural interventions In our lives In every area of our lives We lift our hands and receive Help from heaven Help from heaven Help from heaven Concerning all matters Seen and unseen Known and unknown Clear and easily understood issues And complex issues We receive assistance And help from you, O God Now, stretch out your hand, O Lord and touch everyone here let there be no more dry season in anyone's life let the grass become green and the fields green ah let your blessing fall upon the little ones let them be as grown ups in maturity and in prosperity Give them the wisdom of the ancients and the older ones. Cause them to stand in places that only elderly people stand in. Cause them to occupy positions that only those who have worked for years can occupy. Give them seats and thrones. Give them rooms, positions and places superior places and positions in every place they stand and every area they occupy cause them to shine and be ten times better by your hand father I speak your blessing upon your children for they are like sheep in the field let rain fall on the grass And let there be changes, improvements, and help from above. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Your dry season is over. Your dry season is over. No more dry season for you from today. In the name of Jesus. You may be seated. Hallelujah. It's a blessing to be here. I want to bring you greetings. We were in Paris. And then we were in um, Congo Brazzaville. And then in Kinshasa, that is Democratic Republic of Congo, Mobutu's uh, country. Makabila's country now, but it was Mobutu before. So we are glad to to be back. We had a Give Thyself Holy Conferences. And um, God is blessing the ministry every day. Amen. Now, um, today, I'm, today is uh, Honor Your Prophet Sunday, and um, so I'm going to share with you about this topic. So, there are different titles you could give my little message. One is Right and Wrong Thinking, and one is... Um, Honoring and dishonoring And another is the prophet's honor It depends on how you want to Label it But I've given you options you can take The one you want Right and wrong thinking And then honoring and dishonoring And then honor your prophet Or the prophet's honor So these are all options Now Now This is such a serious topic that um, I don't want to leave it to your imagination. Amen. I don't want you to think wrongly because it is the cause of the diminishing of people that would have been great is to not to think well. All right? So Mark chapter 6 verse 1. Mark chapter 6 and verse 1. And he went out from thence and came into his own country and his disciples follow him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence has this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given to him, that such mighty works are wrought by his hand? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, and Joseph, and Judah, and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. All right. Um, That's unfortunate. Now, but Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor. But in his own country, and among his own kin, and in his own house. And he could there do no mighty work, save that he laid his hands on a few sick folk and healed them. Amazing. Now, uh, one of the ways by which God takes care of us, Is to send a prophet, a man of God, a pastor, a father, different ways of describing the man of God into your life. Hallelujah. Now, if you notice, this is Mark chapter 6. Alright. And um, from this verse 5. This chapter of Mark continues, you know, for 56 more verses. All right. Um, let me just tell you some, just to help you to remember the Bible. Mark 5 is the story of the madman of Gadara, the woman with the issue of blood. And um, also at the end, in, in, the, in, in the Matthew 1, talks about two blind men also. But it's the madman of Gadara, the woman with the issue of blood, and Jairus' daughter. They all happened together. Alright, are you with me? Yes. He came from the madman of Gadara, came here, then from there, he was called to Jairus' house, and on the way, the woman with the issue of blood. So that's Mark 5. Mark 6 is the one that has, where he was a prophet, and he was not accepted in his country. Then from there, It all continues as one event up to verse 56. Okay? So, but from the time that he was rejected as a prophet till we get to the last part of the verse. It's in verse 53. When he had passed over, came to the land of Genesaret, drew to the shore... When they were come out of the ship, straight away they knew him and ran through that whole region about and began to carry about in beds those that were sick where they heard he was. Remember, he couldn't heal the sick in verse 5. But now they were carrying the sick. Because when you are not honored, you have to travel away from where they don't honor you. You can't force people to honor you like love. You can't force people to love you. You can't force people to honor you. Honor is something that comes from the heart. Sometimes we teach about it so that you can overcome deceptions. All right? Now, verse 55, they ran through the whole region, carrying about in beds those that were sick. So people were being carried in beds. Okay, now verse 56 says, And whithersoever he entered into villages or cities, or country, they laid the sick in the streets and besought him that they might touch if it were the border of his garment. Remember at first, he couldn't do anything, so he had to lay hands. This, I wasn't laying hands. There was so much power, okay? They just needed to touch the border of his garment. And as many as touched him were made whole. So, you see the contrast. From the beginning of Mark chapter 6 to the end, you see that there he couldn't do much. He goes to another place. There's a lot of power that's coming out of him. Now, in between Mark 6 and 56, there's a series of about five fantastic miracles, including one main one was the multiplication of bread and fish. So the people were supplied financially and then walking on the water. He walked on the water and then he delegated power to his disciples, you know, and so on. So many, 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 much power, you know, was, was released from the same Jesus. Do you see? But in Mark chapter 6 and verse 4, right, when he was in his hometown, you know, Jesus said, you know, a prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, and among, and in his own house. So those three people are in danger of not experiencing miracles, financial provision, financial blessing. That is your own country, your own relatives, and then in your own house. Okay, that is... Yeah, these are places where you don't have much honor. And it applies to everybody, including Jesus. If it applies to Jesus, it applies to everybody, including me. And verse 5, and and notice, he he could not, you know. Not that he didn't want to, do you see? But it's like, it doesn't work. (laughs) It doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. God's power doesn't work where it is not honored. It just doesn't work and it didn't work for Jesus. And when the Keraden had a vision and he met Jesus and he has had eight of such visions and one of them um the lord was he was asking the lord why was he not able to have many miracles. And Jesus told him you are doing as well as I did in those circumstances. That's what the lord told you are doing as well as I did. Yeah, it's okay. So should not worry about about he's doing it. That's what can be done there. And nothing much can be done when people don't really believe and honor. You know, the, the prophet who has come. And Jesus, Jesus, Jesus didn't really say that he's a prophet, but he was explaining that prophets are, are just not honored in these circumstances. Now, notice verse six. All right verse six and he marveled like he was he was he was amazed at the the level of not believing in him. Do you get what I'm saying? he was amazed he marveled at their unbelief okay now and his response to not being honored was to travel. if you are a man of God and you are not honored, the best is to to move. And that is actually the reason why Jesus told us we should go from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria and to the uttermost parts of there. Because there's a time when the Jerusalem people will be tired of you. Then after some time, the Samaria people may also not be so impressed. Then after some time, the uh, Judea people will not be impressed. The Samaria people, then the uttermost part. By that time, your life is over. And you can go to be with the Lord. But if you stay in Jerusalem, what happens is that your ministry dies gradually because your ministry is as powerful as the honor that it receives. Yes, your ministry is as powerful as the honor that it receives. And that is why younger ministers... Not even younger ministers Or even sometimes uneducated ministers Younger ministers And so on Dress up in a very sharp And Impressive way And sometimes drive Expensive cars And conduct themselves In a certain Superior, superior way Which Is understandable because you're walking in the midst of people who don't want to respect you. And people fear such things too. The person comes with a type of car, with a convoy, in a certain way with some lights and other things. And it's like, wow. I mean, a man of God has come in his Bentley, in his rose voice, and so on. And you fear the person. So people do this. You know, and you can understand. And if if I was, um, what do you call it, ad- advising a young person, I say, look, conduct yourself in a way for the people to fear and respect you as in your calling, because people want to buy you as mobile. Ah, are you? What are you? I mean, people are saying they are men of God, and you are also saying that you are a man of God. This is how people would like to neutralize you. Yes. One time I sent one of my pastors somewhere to visit someone in his house. And he said, I don't listen to apprentices. Uh, this was, I don't listen to apprentices," You know, I mean, that was, his, that was his response to the people that I sent. So, if you are being seen as an apprentice, you must also dress well so that they, they, with shiny and pointed shoes. You know, and shinies to everything so that there's no question. You know, and the, if the people want to throw you away, they should know who they are throw, throwing away. Are you listening to me? Yeah. So you don't you don't just you know conduct yourself in the wrong way. Are you there? You are living. So you know, people don't benefit. I would say, um, perhaps the biggest loss in um, in uh, for, for for not honoring profit is financial and also healing but I think the biggest is financial Yeah, I think that it is actually a cause of um, poverty you know, that's the big one so that's why I, I, I want to address it, I don't want to just leave it as something that you know we are saying that oh you know Honor your prophet, give an offering to the prophet and so on. Now, that would be uh, a mistake. Are you with me? Yeah, you you lose out greatly. Wow. Are you you there? Yeah. Now, notice um, something here. When I say financial, because in the miracles that happened in Mark chapter 6, there were two big financial uh breakthroughs and one of them was at the very beginning in fact immediately after jesus was despised by these people in mark chapter 6 he called forth look at verse 7 he called forth his disciples and sent them out two by two and gave them power Over the unclean spirit. Now notice. And he commanded them that they should take nothing for their journey. Save a staff only. No script, no bread, no money. And be short. And later in Luke, he asked them, when I sent you, did you lack money? So that was the first financial miracle. He sent them out and supernaturally assigned angels and supernatural invisible powers to supply all their needs for their entire journey. So, this was the first thing that the people who uh, despised Jesus missed. The first thing was financial. You know, because Jesus is, God is in control. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof. And God has the power to command finances into your hands. That's why I said, Give it, it shall be given unto you. Good measure pressed down. Men shall give to you. Men shall give to you. So, God is showing us, hallelujah, that men can actually be sent to give to you. And Jesus said, don't take a bag, don't take a purse, don't take it. I said, don't take anything. No transport, no food, money, nothing. Don't take it, no purse, no money. Look at the scripture there, no money. Don't take money. I mean, this is this is Supernatural. So this is the first this is verse 8 remember we was about verse 6 he was despised he was so despised that he muffled at their unbelief uh, by first, verse 8 he's starting to do financial things yeah so a lot of people are, are, and in my, in this in our church united denominations i notice that that is perhaps the greatest deficiency of people who have despised my prophecies to them has been financial um, deficiencies. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm, I keep on going higher. You know, <laughs> I mean, this must be one of the blessed ministries somewhere. Yes. But it, how can it be that we are so blessed and individuals within the ministry? are not experiencing the grace. Because, you see, to prosper, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something. To prosper, you know, whether you, you like it or not, it's like, it's, you, you just assume, let's say, we put you in a rocket and we, we, we fly you to Mars. When you get there, then we tell you the conditions here. You tell The conditions here are such that when you plant a seed and it grows, you get very, very little And you work very hard, do you see? And get very little result. Now that is what has happened to you. You've been flown to this earth. As you've arrived here, they've informed you the conditions here are you work very hard and plant and you get very little. It's not mass, it's here. Mass eh, is colder than the earth. You know the moon is very hot, sometimes very cold, but Mars and all these other planets going further are getting colder, and there are different conditions. We recently had a hurricane in Ghana, isn't it? There was a storm I hear there was a storm, very strong storm. I hear it was called Hurricane Aquile or something.) <laughs> 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 Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I I, th- I, th- I wasn't here, but that's what I heard. Okay, anyway. <laughs> yeah, are you still around? What, what 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 was I telling you about the conditions are mass Yeah. So anyway, the conditions here. If you go to Jupiter, there are, it's not Hurricane Aquile or any of these hurricanes, but winds that are blowing over a thousand miles per hour. And the planets are twirling around at top speed. And they are huge. Saturn is about a thousand times bigger than Earth. So, I mean, every planet you go to, you must know the conditions. I hope you get what I'm saying. So I don't know which planet you are going to next, but here, the conditions are, you you work, and you have something to eat, something to drink, but not much extra. Almost every job is like that. And hardly do people prosper at a certain level on a salary. Across the whole world, whether they live in America, England, Germany, Ghana, Nigeria, this is the picture. So, to break, and Satan is the one supervising this case, he's ensuring that this thing is well supervised. They're not supposed to have much. Yes. So, when somebody starts to prosper, it means that there's been an intervention in the case. When I I say prosper, I mean at a certain level There's been an intervention And I believe that this ministry Your church Is experiencing an intervention That is how come we are even able to be here Yes Yes There's some intervention And that intervention Is allowing Some level of prosperity To come to the church And I prophesy that you are also going to experience the grace that is upon the ministry in your personal life. In Jesus' name. Say prophesy. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, this... Is very important. Now, turn to um, Mark, 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 chapter. I don't know if you want to use the Mark one or the the Matthew one. Which one do you like, Mark or Matthew? Matthew. Okay, Matthew. Matthew sixteen. All right. So, right and wrong thinking, and I want you to watch this. Beautiful thing that's going to unfold here You chose Matthew so we are going to Matthew It's a democratic era Alright, it's quite hot today isn't it? Sorry about this, no air conditioning But soon you'll you'll be feeling cold And I hope you remember when you were feeling hot It's just a matter of time Now Verse 13, now when Jesus came to the coast of Caesarea, Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? What what do people say, isn't it? Verse 14, then they said, some say that thou art John the Baptist. Some say you are Elijah, others say you are Jeremiah or one of the prophets so he said he said unto them who but who say ye that i am what about you and Simon Peter answered and said thou art the christ the son of the living god and jesus answered and said unto him blessed art thou Sam, Simon by Jonah for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee but my father which is in heaven and i also say unto thee that thou art Peter and upon this rock i will build my church And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Verse 19, and I will give you the kingdom, the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And he charged his disciples that they should tell no man that he was Jesus the Christ. Now, here you have an example of correct thinking. We have right and wrong thinking. Mark chapter six had wrong thinking, and Matthew sixteen, you see Peter having right thinking about Jesus. He saw him correctly, all right, and it brought a great blessing, all right. So notice verse is it verse thirteen? It says uh, verse thirteen. And Jesus came and said, who do men say that I am? Verse 14, beautiful. Now, now notice um, what was being said here. Alright? They were asking Jesus, okay, you know, who, 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 who do people say? And look at the kind of names that they mention here. Now, these are big, big names of great people. So, they were actually promoting Jesus and saying, Lord, You are, you are, you are John the Baptist. You are, you are Elijah. You are Elijah. These are big, big prophets. The biggest prophets of all. Major prophets. Jeremiah. Seniors. Senior prophets. Yes. (laughs) Or one of the prophets do you see verse, verse 15 so but then jesus is now asking but who do you say how, how how do you think about me do you see that's what matters not what people think it's what you think that's what matters yeah what what people think doesn't affect. If you go to a, an exam, you go for an exam, and you are writing. You say, "What are the uh, describe the longest river of in the world?" And you are describing the Volta River. Somebody describing the Nile River. Somebody describing uh, Mississippi. Somebody describing Pra, the River Pra, and Cobra. Okay. That person's thoughts are leading him to Ancobra River And what's the longest river in the world, who knows Don't tell me the wrong You'll be pondered you, you'll, get, you'll get it wet this afternoon Okay, you don't know I won't, t- I won't tell you either I know but I won't tell you So, you you are losing Are you listening to me you who are thinking that it is on River and you are writing your essay, you are losing. So the thoughts in your head are affecting you. Wow. They make you lose. By didn't make me, I'm in my, in my seat next to you. I have a different mind. And I'm writing my essay. My thoughts are making me pass and your thoughts are making you fail. Yes. Right thinking, right and wrong thinking. Kenneth Hagin has a book called Right and Wrong Thinking. Why not have the same title? It's working. Right and wrong thinking. You are thinking the 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 uh, uh, where, where, what what are the enzymes in the stomach, and you have written salivary amylase. Or I don't know what what you've written. The enzyme in the stomach. I mean, you've written bile. You said bile is an enzyme. You know. Okay, your thoughts. Are affecting your future. You are never going to be a doctor because you can't pass biology. Am I right or wrong? What somebody else thinks is going to affect him. So when somebody thinks he's Jeremiah, somebody thinks he's Elijah, somebody thinks he's one of the prophets, it's unto them and it's their future which is controlled by what they are thinking. So how you think is affects you, you. You have your thoughts. You, you, when they write economics, and say, how do you do this and that, you write what you think. Everybody writes what he thinks, and everybody's thoughts make the person's future change. So this, this is why Jesus said, so what about you, Peter? What do you think? How do you think about me? I've been with you, this Caesarea Philippi. Once I was in uh, when I was in Israel, they showed me the place. Like it's far; it was like towards the end of his ministry, he wandered far away from. He wouldn't find him near Jerusalem and even Galilee. He wandered far to the coast of Caesarea, away from where he used to do the miracles. in Caesarea Philippi, you know. So as he was there with his disciples alone, then he started to feel feel them. How, how are you feeling? How are you thinking now? You've seen all that you've seen. What do you think? You've been around for some time. How do you feel? What do you think? What do you think, Peter? So when you start to think correctly about God's servants, whom God has placed in front of you, right, you, you, your life changes. Now, those people who were say, is, look at Mark 6 verse 2. Look at verse two. This is how they thought when Jesus came with power. Mark six verse two. Beautiful. Look at it. They said the 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 way they thought was which how some people feel. We we are intellectuals. You know you can't just tell us something we accept it. We've been to school. Thank God I also went to school, and my course is higher than your course, and your marks are lower than my marks. After church, bring your marks and let let us put them side by side. When the the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach. And they said, questions. We we don't just accept things. Where did you get this thing from? Where are you from? What type of wisdom is this? You know? First of all, tell us which school you went to. Verse 3. You know, this is how we think about you. Are you not, uh, excuse me, excuse me. um, You know when Joseph, Joseph, uh, the car carpenter, yeah. Are you are you connected to him? Do you know Mary, Auntie Mary? Do you know Auntie Mary? Okay. Do you know James? Is he, I are you related? I was in school with him. What about uh, Simon? Are you are you connected? I was I, I I was doing athletics with him once. We were all doing uh, javelin and uh, hurdles. Yeah, it's very fast. I you know Simon. We were all in a fellowship together. Is he is he is he in any way related to you? You look like him. Wow. And they were offended. Now look at that. You are hurt. You are hurt. You see, offended means offended. Why do you come to church to be hurt? Then don't come here again. Don't come again. Okay. Something small, you are head. Well, I was sitting here, they made me sit here. I did, went there, I went there with the toilet. No, please, please. We can't even marry you. You are too difficult to marry. You'll be offended about so many things. We, we can't stay with you for long. Oh, it's too difficult. So people whose minds go towards offense, they are they are they are not thinking well. You know, there are some people you're always not sure. Are you okay? Have I offended you? Did I do something wrong? I have to check. I have to ask. You become quiet. Well, is there something wrong? Are you okay? Everything all right? It's not a correct thinking person. Not going to do well. So ladies and gentlemen, this is the wrong way to think. Now let's see the right way to think. To Matthew 16, look at Peter. They ask him, oh, how are you thinking? He wanted to know what is in your head. I always ask people questions, theoretical questions, some, some, theoretical, some hypothetical, because I always want to know how they think. How you think, even about a hypothetical thing, reveals a lot about you. Yes. And he said, Then what did Peter say? Who, 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 Peter said, you are, you are the Son, you are, you are the Christ, the Son of the Living God. Now let's see 10 effects of thinking correctly. Number one. And that's the end of my message. Yes, 10 effects. Let's see what happens to Peter after he thought correctly about Christ. How his mind was tuned properly on how he was relating to Christ. Number one, notice. Jesus answered and said, blessed are thou. So, first thing is a blessing. You start to be blessed in a way you've never been blessed before when you start to think correctly blessed are thou so as for blessings there's no, never there's nothing there's nothing like too many blessings because there are so many cases yes blessed are thou so you start to be blessed when you and you are not blessed when you don't think if you come to church and I'm preaching to you and you are saying thinking in your head a thousand wrong thoughts You are not going to be blessed Yeah I was preaching once And a a lady sister was telling me The mother or whoever at home was saying that Is is this preaching? Is this preaching? But he's just talking He's just talking Do you see? I've I've heard people say But I know Doug And I said Who is Doug? Do you see? Who is Uh Doug? You are not blessed You can never be blessed by my ministry But there are some people who are really blessed There are some people who are really blessed You are declared to be one of those who are really blessed Amen Blessed Blessed are thou 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed are thou. Now, number two, acceptance. Yes. You know, now Jesus is saying to Peter, uh, You are Peter. You see, it's not going to use him. But this is what I call acceptance and confirmation. Yes. So you, you you you, you are more accepted. More accepted and more confirmed in things that seem to be already with you. Once you can detect the person is thinking well, yes, think in a certain way, you become more accepted and acceptable. That's why bosses are always listening to how you speak. When you speak, they listen. And they say, this man has something to offer. This man is an idiot. And we need to be idiot proof. Does fanning make you hotter or cooler? I think it makes you hotter. Because you, you keep on doing it. But know anyway, you can do what you want. But I've always thought that it makes you hotter. Don't worry. I'll be finishing soon. Listen. You'll be accepted. And confirmed. When your mind starts to think correctly. Yes. He says, Thou art Peter. Thou art Peter. Yes. So, I prophesy your acceptance and your confirmation at various positions of importance in the name of Jesus. Now, sit down. I'm prophesying. You know, God wants to establish you in various things. It's the way you think, yes, it's the way. See, it's about, honor your prophet, but it's showing you in other areas as well. Yeah. How you think, yeah, how you think. It, it causes you to be accepted or set aside. Yeah. And you know, one of the things you must also know is that like, you know, important people are intelligent, usually. They have something in their head. It's not just full of water. And that has made them who they are. So how you think about me will definitely affect how I also relate with you. Based on how you think, I have now decided to accept you and confirm you. That's why your mind must grow up. That's why I don't want to leave this Sunday to pass Without telling you the effect of right and wrong thinking. So you see that some of us are never really being accepted. You are not being confirmed in certain areas because you, you, you don't know how you don't think well, even you don't think well about your prophet in a certain way. You tell him as, as less than he is. But Jeremiah is not bad at all. If somebody were to call me Jeremiah and say, Hey, me, Jeremiah. I mean, if you were called John the Baptist of any such people, wouldn't you consider it a very great thing? Let's be serious. The next one, promotion. Yeah. Peter was promoted to the head of the church. Worldwide. Go to Rome today in the Vatican. They have where they believe Peter was, Peter died. Where he died is his, his tomb. And all the popes are there. Beautiful. Head of the church. Your promotion comes when you start to think correctly. Amen. Yeah. Now, you see, I'll tell you something. Promotion, doesn't come from the east or from the west. So, and from school. Or from hard work. Hey, look, there are a lot of people that are working hard. You've not seen people laboring, working? One of the things that touches my heart when I see people working hard, and you know, I want people to prosper. Amen. I feel for them. all. To my, you see, my workers are the same people since 19, um, 1991. The same carpenters are my carpenters. I don't, I, I don't like people not to prosper. All of them have built houses. Carpenters, masons, plumbers, what have you. All of them are all prosperous people. Oh, Yes. Sometimes they present the bill and I help them to calculate it. I say, look, this is what you are charging. You, it, the money will be finished before you, you finish the work. Yeah. If I want my carpenter to prosper, how much more my sheep that are under me? Yeah. Yeah. I'm showing you a master key to promotion. Even a master key to having a beloved. Yeah, to promote it that that was Peter was like the wife of Jesus, Master Key to being chosen to be the wife. Yeah, Peter was like the main human being for Jesus Christ, like his wife. He didn't have a wife. So like that's like his main person. So okay, based on how you think, come look. You, you you'll be thinking that it's your makeup. You'll be thinking that it's your lipstick. You'll be thinking that it is your eyelashes and your eyebrows. I don't know what else. Or your cheeks. But it's how you are thinking. It's killing you. I know people that would be married today if they were to, if they were to have been thinking right about me. When I pointed, I said, this one is good. Yes. This one is good. Yeah. This one is good. This one is good. It's not bad. It's not bad. Take it. Yeah. If, if people had a way of thinking about the prophet, the difficulties. How many people have gotten married and said, married, is not what I thought it was. We knew that it was not what you thought. That's why we told you that this one is okay. We knew that it wasn't, it wasn't what you thought. That's why we told you that this one is not bad. Promotion. I bless you with promotion. Yeah. Sit down. The next one leadership. Leadership. Peter was made a leader. You'll be made a leader soon. You'll be made a leader soon. And amazingly, you see, the difference between thinking that Jesus, Jeremiah, John the Baptist are different, is what made the difference between him becoming the leader, a leader. Yeah. Some of you are not being made leaders because of the way you are thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to prophesy to you and listen. Professor. You see my book, The Art of Leadership? Yeah. You see my book, The Art of Leadership? Especially that book. I feel a strong message to you on this one. It's there all prophecies. Yes. And those of you who work in offices and places, read the art of ministry. The first, to how to relate to your boss, how to become a good personal assistant, how to... How to, how to, how to, a lot of, how to t- do things there. How to increase your value. Yes. It is, if you believe, those are my prophecies. Yes. You see, Moses was the greatest prophet in Israel. One of the greatest. He was compared only to Christ. But his prophecies were in the form of teachings of Exodus, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, and um, yes, the law. What we call the law. They are, those were his prophecies. They are working, even the British government used to form their laws until today. It's far greater than telling you that tomorrow um, you see a red car. It it expires. These laws are eternal prophecies that are working. Yes. Leadership. You'll You'll be made a leader soon. You'll be made a leader soon. You'll be made a leader soon. When I say it three times, it means it's confirmed.
3: Say, I receive
7: it. The next one. Peter was turned, was made stronger. He was turned into a rock. Yes. He said, upon thou art this, thou art Peter. And he has never heard such words before. He said, you are now a rock. A rock strength. Great strength came to his life when he started thinking correctly. So in relation to myself, you'll find out that as a prophet God has sent to you, you become stronger. He says, now you are a rock. Just because you, you, you just adjusted your mind a little. From Jeremiah and John the Baptist to Jesus. Yes. You see, you need to adjust your mind. There are times I'm speaking as an apostle. Apostle is somebody who builds churches. And there are times I'm speaking as a prophet. Many, many, many prophecies. You have to listen. And as a prophet. Because sometimes there are five stones like uh, David had. But he had to take one to kill Goliath. And, and sometimes, it's an apostle, prophet, and one may be picked. And it may be a prophet, or an apostolic, or a pastoral, or a father speaking. And whatever, it is cho- whatever is chosen, you have to receive it in that way. Yes. You have to receive it as what it is. Yeah. So, the difference is very important. How you see, and how you... That's why he said, if you receive a righteous man in the name of a righteous man, you receive a righteous man's rule. But if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you receive a prophet's rule. It's different. A righteous man and a prophet are different things, different levels. There are levels of things you can receive. Are you listening? Yeah. You are becoming a rock. You are becoming a rock solid, 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 solid. You know, I must have something to say or to prophesy, to preach and to teach all these years, as you can see. That's why it was at Caesarea Philippi that Jesus asked this question. Okay, now that you've seen all that you've seen and you see what God has done, who am I to you? It's up to you to decide. The next one. Overcomer. The next one, you are going to become an overcomer. He said, the gates of hell. It is there. Now the gates of hell will not prevail against you. Now that you have thinking right, you see, all this is the result of what Jesus asked him. Who are you? What are you? What do you think I am? As soon as his mind was cut, then this is when Jesus had to release all these things on him. You'll be a rock in the gates of hell, hell itself. You can imagine the gates of hell that have been crumbled over the years as we have been ministering. You think even a piece of land will be given to you freely? No, 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 no. Even the money to have is a, is a power. Oh, yes. You, you have to be careful. You have to be careful. You see, that's why people are like sand. They crumble. They cannot stand. And you cannot be strong. And you cannot withstand things, and even when you beat the gates of hell, you cannot, you cannot break the gates and enter your possession. But from today, whichever gate is lifted up in front of you is breaking down in the name of Jesus. Yes. Oh, you say, you, you can just see me as brother Dag or anything. But if you see it rightly, it changes something. And it changed a lot for Peter. Yeah, it changed a lot for Peter. Go go back to verse thirteen. And Jesus asked his disciples. Hmm? Today God is sending a general message. To see who amongst you is thinking correctly. This was not a question to Peter. This was a question to his disciples. It's like, hey, disciples, how are you all thinking? Look at verse 14. And they said, blah, 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 blah. Verse 15. And he said to them, not to Peter. To the whole group. Who, who do you think? What do you think? Verse the 16. Then the man whose mind was working well said, <laughs> That the cry. So you see, perhaps it, even your selection in life it will come from how you think, being chosen, being selected. By God. Yes. So may your mind be adjusted. <laughs> when it comes to your pastor, your father, it's not about perfection. No, that's why Peter, Peter, when Peter when Peter healed the sick, he said, Why do you look on us as though by our own power or holiness we have made this man to walk? No. The next one. Performance. You are going to be a performer. Amen. He said, "Now you can build a church. I'm going to now build with you. God is choosing you today to use you to build." Amen. Now look at our brother who gave the testimony. When I see that he's a, he's a graduate from Anakaso Bible School, he's one of the one of the graduates when i see what he's doing i even i just i can't even i don't even know how he does it because we don't give him money we don't give him anything yes he's just doing he has employed so many people even our bishop there cannot employ those number of people <laughs> oh yes he has bought cars for all of them I, I don't know what he's doing there amazing but he believed the well, way i said you shall build so many people have told me you said i'll build and i built and i'm building somebody said in my first house he, he mentioned a flat i was in london we're having a meeting with some leaders he said we were in this room and i told him build build a house he said that was the first beginning of my prosperity i took it personally and i started to develop houses about 20 years ago yes He says, You can now build. 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 You will build. You will build. You will build many things. You will build many things. In Jesus' name. Now, all this came out of how do you say that I am? How do you say that I, once you think it correctly, you are going to build? Read it. I didn't write the Bible. I didn't write the Bible amazing but watch out something is going to turn and something is going to go bad something bad is coming but before the something bad comes something good is coming then he said in verse 19 I will give you keys." Receive keys to, key, keys to every important house, keys to doors, keys to rooms. Somebody here, a, a, an important person is going to give you his keys. A key to personal rooms. Receive it, keys to, <laughs> keys to the bank, keys to the safe, keys to where the treasures are hidden. I'll give you keys. Just because of your way of thinking or how you think about me. Am I reading from the Bible or it's a a different book? Keys. You wonder why you don't have a key to a car. When I prophesy and I say, Receive a car, you can't even believe. You say, Oh, Daniel, when you come to church, they'll just be shouting things. That's how you think. I remember one brother, you know, he he gave this testimony. He was working in in a bank in Kumasi. And uh, there was a prophecy in the church. I mean, I was ministering. I said, receive the car. And he said he he received it, but he could not know of any way he could ever have a car. I said on Monday, there was a meeting in the bank. The managing director was there. Everybody was there. Then... People spoke, then he lifted his hand, whether he could, he could say something. So, when he lifted his hand and spoke, the managing director told the person next to him that the man who lifted his hand to speak, get him a car this week. Yeah. The man who lifted his hand to speak. He did the test himself. I don't see how I could have a car at this time and you can see also it was the way he he was thinking and how he spoke when he spoke that even made him have the favor apart from the fact that he even believed the prophecy yes I bless you with new cars I bless your life with cars in abundance you will never walk again in Jesus name your days of taking buses are over I see your car spread out from here up to the junction in Jesus' name, kiss, kiss to your marital house. <laughs> Prophesy! <laughs> wow! 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 Are we reading the Bible, or are we are reading another book? The next one is secrets. Secrets. Mark 8, 29. And he said to them, Whom say ye that I am? And Peter answered and said, Thou art Christ. And he charged them that they should tell no man of him. You'll be entrusted with top secrets. I mean, there are some people who cannot be. When it gets to a certain point in the meeting, they have to ask you to go out. But from today, when it comes to the sensitive parts, you'll be included in that meeting in Jesus' name. Receive it. I bless you. You will now be considered as somebody who can handle top secrets. Receive it in Jesus' name. Number seven. Or number eight, mysteries. You are going to receive mysteries. Now, Peter was exposed to the mysteries of ministry. Mark 8. And he began to teach. He said, who say that? And thou art the Christ. And he charged them that they should tell no man. Verse 31. And he began to teach them that the Son of Man huh, must suffer and be rejected of the elders and of the chief priests and, of, and be killed. This was a mysterious thing. All right, and in three days rise again. Verse 32. Beautiful. All right. All right, so let's let's go on. Now, all these are for those who think correctly, and through this, you are going to be promoted. So, from today, in relation to me, as your prophet for your own interest, especially because you are somehow in that house. you have to be very careful because it affects people that are in the house. Yes. It affects people that are in the house. If you are close. It's not easy to be close. When you are close. That's why you can have, you see a man of God can be married and the wife can tell him preposterous things. Yes. You can't even believe that. The person that you honor and love can be told certain things. Ever. Ever. It it, it comes from the house. Yes. Otherwise, pastors would never have marital problems. They would have just honor, honor, honor sailing. One day I did an experiment. I, I, I wanted to see whether the honor increases with age. So I got a couple, you know, was nine years older than the wife. And then when they got married, I was monitoring to see. Oh, look at it. He didn't say the prophet is not on at his age group. He said in his house. I saw that he was now struggling. I saw another one. 20 years difference. 20 years. As you see the, the way the wife was taking him, taking him on. 20 years difference. The Bible is wild. Though. Right and wrong thinking. Yeah. Put my verse back now. Something bad is going to happen before we close. And I pray that you will never be bad. Now, whenever God promotes you through maybe you come close, God allows you to go higher in him. Something bad, three bad things can happen. And it happened to Peter. Number one, deception. Deception. I now thought that because of all this promotion with keys and I don't know what a keys you can overcome, you can perform, you can build, you are a rock, you have secret mysteries, that now he was now a guide to Jesus. Ah. Huh? And look at it, and and he spoke that saying. And Peter took him. Hmm? You've taken God, fisherman. You see, we don't want to talk about your background, but you are forcing us. Yes. Are you there? Deception. He began to think that he was more than he was. Familiarity. I mean, it affected Peter badly. And this is what affects people that sometimes start well and think correctly, but with time. Or just sometimes, just a little opportunity. Say, so you preach and I preach. You sing, I sing. That's a little you should sing yourself. I sing, then Ida sings. That way, she sings. I sing. You preach. I preach. Like my son here, I preach. You preach. I preach. Yes. When he was born, I was driving around, the, driving around the city to find a place for him to be born. He was in my car, trying to come out in my Renault, trying to come out in the car. And I was trying to save his life. Finding a hospital. Finding a place. We couldn't reach the hospital. Yes. You preach, I preach. You pray for people, I pray for people. You anoint, I anoint. That's Peter, look at him. He said, he, "He took Jesus and began to rebuke him. I reverse it in Jesus' name. It will not be the Amen. Now what I'm saying... Is that honor must continue, and we must not allow familiarity to cloud out. Amen. Yes. You see, if you took me as a prophet, it will affect your your ministry of music, all the things I said—overcoming, gates of hell, uh, keys, leadership, confirmation, acceptance, promotion—all those things would be yours if you were to believe. Yes were to receive and think in a certain way and we don't think that way so it's for those who think that's why you see you know that's why you know the, the, some of the younger prophets they, they, they really it's like when you are when they speak and they behave it's like you really behave in a way submitted and honoring purely yes, yes. they're giving them the microphone they kneel down to give the microphone. Yes. It's, it's like it's, a, it's, it's an honorable. It's like, here you are. You know, here you are. I mean, Kadala has never knelt down to, to give me a microphone before. Even that honor to hold the microphone to, to hand the mic to me. Yes. Thank <laughs> you. Yes. So you, you see something different. The thinking. I was going somewhere to preach and they said, you know, Bishop is coming, he's just coming to preach, uh, kill yourself for Jesus. Kill yourself for Jesus. Even if it's kill yourself for Jesus, God has blessed me in kill yourself for Jesus. If that's what you want to call my preaching. Yes. That's why today, I don't know the cost of Kiliwilei. Abundance. Neither do I know the cost of a tin of milk. Or a tin of corned beef. I don't know how much it costs. No. And I'll never know till I die. Yes. I don't need to know it. Yes. Now, when you lose your honor, and when you make the mistake Peter made, notice, Peter, Jesus said to him, Satan! Now you notice this is Matthew wrote it, Mark, Luke, John, not Peter. You see, Peter wouldn't have added this part to the story. behind me. Forever. Peter was affected by that thing. Yeah. Peter was affected by that word. I mean, to be called Satan honestly, it's bad. But look at how high he was. You are the rock overcome this building and now suddenly you are rebuking the son of God and trying to manipulate him and guide him against the cross. So you have to be careful. Now, second Peter chapter 3, verse 14. Peter made a comment about somebody who looks like he has replaced Peter in this job. He says, Wherefore, beloved? Hmm? Seeing you look for such things, be diligent. You found in him without spot, blameless. Verse 15. An account that the Lord's long suffering of our Lord is salvation. Even as our beloved brother Paul. Also according to the wisdom given unto him has written to you. Hmm? Notice, this is the only comment he made about Paul. The man who has probably replaced Peter. For his familiarity, in influence, in headship, in control, in importance in the church worldwide for eternity. Watch it, verse sixteen. Also in his epistles, in all he, had, he, he was supposed to read it himself. Speaking in them of these things, in which some things are hard to be understood. Secrets. Mysteries. Peter couldn't write all the things that Paul wrote. And didn't write it. Yes. And when you are called Satan once. It must affect you. You can't mishandle the honor. And the honorable prophet. Whom God gives to you. You are rich. Rebuking him sharply, correcting him, and guiding him. Look at it. And he says, Those which are unlabeled, and they, they struggle. Today, when you look at the church, who is the main person on whom the church is being built today? When he said, Upon you I will build. Corinthians, which teaches about love, teaches about tongues, teaches about the Holy Spirit. Teach about uh, um, uh, faith, Hebrews huh? Hill 11, salvation, Ephesians, Romans, which teaches the whole church, the whole word upon you. I will develop my church. Huh? Philippians, everything by prayer, nothing without prayer, Ephesians, salvation by faith, we are saved, communion, the one who Jesus also came and appeared to him. Let's be Let's be very truthful. I mean, none of them are here, so we can feel free and decide. And when we see them in heaven, we just go and find out, like, Charlie, but who is really the head of the church? Yeah. And he looks like he's completely replaced. Yes. And you have calling the letters and all those things. that like, Charlie, this is high level. Okay. Take the Son of God aside and start correcting and saying this and that it will cause you to be corrected and also to be set aside in a way that you may just be an institutional force but the real thing is with somebody else. So you, you got to be careful. I mean, Let's face it. I mean Philippians Timothy Timothy. First Timothy Second Timothy Thessalonians, about about going to heaven. First Corinthians fifteen, about eternity, the resurrection. Romans ten nine and ten. Romans twelve present your body a living sacrifice. I mean, who wrote all these things? Romans three twenty three by faith. We we um, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death. Galatians, foolish Galatians. Fruits of the Spirit. The, the, what do you call it of the flesh? The works of the flesh. Philemon. Hebrews 9.22 By the blood, they are said. Oh, they picked up. Oh, I mean, you oh, Set aside. So, you know, people are set aside when they play the fool. With and you say you are talking about dying And I'm going to die And also it's like he's weak, he's nothing Don't misunderstand things Don't misunderstand things Don't misunderstand Jeremiah they beat him and arrested him He was called the, the weeping prophet It doesn't mean he was not powerful Or he was not prophesied He prophesied everything that will happen And they beat him and he prophesied still Don't misunderstand things Don't misunderstand things human things. Because that's what God has chosen. He has chosen to work through human beings. Yes. That's why I don't put my picture on my books. Because when they see my face, my dark face, and they see that it's not a white face, they say, ah, what kind of this person teaches? A lot of people don't know me who read my books. I was in a church, I preached and preached. The person was controlling the sound after Two days, said, "Ah, he man, we are doing exam a book called loyalty and disloyalty.' Our church we do exams compulsory. I was in that church. The the church had rented the hall, so they didn't know. It was, they were just working there, so they were just controlling the sound and the equipment. Because when you rent the hall, you can't come and control the equipment; they control it themselves. That's why we control our equipment ourselves when we rent our hall. I mean, we give our hall." They said, "We do exams." Yeah, didn't you know who I was. That's how human beings are. Is it not? there? Uh, so, are, are you not? Uh, are you not from Africa? Are you Africa. Say it well. Africa or Asia? <laughs> uh, lest you lose something. Yeah. So, don't lose your position. Don't be get downgraded like Peter was downgraded to. I mean, I think Paul was upgraded and Peter just became institutional. He'll never become institutional. You know, there are always the real and then the official. Even in the government, we have official positions. And then the real positions. You are going to have the real positions in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Hello? 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 Are you looking at me? Are you standing? Is everybody standing? I'm waiting for everybody to stand. Wow. Listen carefully. Are you there? One day I took a book to read. And I was being blessed by the book. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me. I said, don't receive this book and this man as an author or as a minister. Receive him as a father. I had to really rethink. Yes. You see, I relate with Archbishop Duncan. I don't relate to him as a pastor in town. I relate with him as a father. That's, why, that's, 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 that's what controls my relationship with him. I don't relate with him as a pastor. Like a, a man of God in town. No, 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 at all. I relate with him as a father. I give him that honor. God told me to do that and I'm doing it. It's spiritual. A teacher, a pastor is different. I relate with Kenneth Hagen, even in his death, as the greatest prophet. I told somebody once who said he's a prophet. I said, follow me to see the greatest prophet ever. A prophet whom Jesus can walk into your room physically and take a chair and physically sit down and talk to you for two hours. To me, it's the highest level. But I've always related with him. Other years have gone by, I've come to see why I see him as the greatest. As a great prophet. How you relate. And I've I, I, I noticed that it's important for people to understand and relate with me. As a prophet. As a pastor. Diff- at different times, maybe I will say different things. <laughs> but when I'm relating as a prophet, you must be careful. Yeah. You see, David was about to kill Goliath. He took one of the pebbles, five pebbles. Perhaps the one that will kill at the moment may be a pastor, or a prophet, or an evangelist, or an apostle. But you must be open to receive the one that is coming. And many times I've spoken with people, but you see, my style is like, uh, what's the name of the man who didn't come out of his house? Eli- Eli- Elijah Nayman. He said, I thought he would do this. I thought he would do this, but that's not my style. I can be chatting with you, but that is a prophecy. Yes, that is it. Ezra 6.14 says, they prospered through the prophesy. Through the prophesy, Prosperity is what is missing, in a lot of us. We are not pros- prospering. Yeah, because we don't believe the prophecies. When I say prophecies, I mean the preachings, the teachings, and the prophecies, and the writings, and sometimes personal words, and sometimes specific things. The prospect, listen to that verse, it's beautiful. Three prophets, Haggai, Zechariah, and uh, who else? Zerubbabel, I think, was the third one. Yeah, they prosper Haggai and Zechariah, yeah, Prophets. So, God has shown me great prosperity and flourishing. You know, this morning I met with some guys who said they were doing business. And I was speaking to them. But I realized that as I was speaking to them, they they could not see that I was prophesying to them. Yeah. Try to see the prophecies so that you prosper. I bless you with prosperity. You know, I met medical students. I always meet them, and I show them the way to pass the exams. Those who believe it, they are passing. Yes. If you joke with it, you will sit down and you But you see, it's a prophet. It's like, uh, what else can I do? A prophet rise and say, this is the way. Learn it. Because even not not only that, but I have been there. Never Never failed. Never referred. Never failed an exam in medical school. Never repeated. Always at the top. Even that is enough credential for you to believe. But as long as your mind doesn't work in a certain way, the keys are not in your hand. The gates of hell will stand, be standing there. The ability to, be, to build, it will just not be there. Yeah. So, even if you are not in this church, God puts you in another church, or you go to another church, remember this message. It's not just in relation to me. Is in relation to anybody who is God has placed in your life or you, God has placed over your life. Think correctly. Don't look at the person humanly because he doesn't need to. I do I take you to my house? Are you in my room? I don't need you in my house. You are not a domestic, uh, what do you call a relationship? It's spiritual. So see. And if God gives you a domestic input, be very careful because that is where. You see that your mind, like Peter, you've been buying fish bread. You've been doing things. Look at you are now taking Jesus aside to correct him. This is the mistake Judas made as well. You can see Judas is a hell and Peter. You see that I mean a, a, a blasphemer came to be the head of the church. Be over him. I mean, for us here, I tell you, if you tell us who has in, who is influencing us today, uh, there is no question. Paul is a hundred times more important and significant to us than Peter. May you never be replaced. May you never be replaced. May your place never be taken by a blasphemer or a person who is not qualified. Lift your hands. Father, thank you for your people today. For every hand that is lifted. Dry seasons come to an end. Rain begins to fall. The sound of rain, the sound of abundance, the sound of increase, the sound of blessings from Jehovah are released over your life. From this day, may your mind work correctly until the day you step into heaven. May your mind work properly may you have honor only for the prophets that God places over your life may you receive whatever interventions God has in your life through these people may you walk to higher places even as I take steps and I go up the stage may your life be going higher and higher and higher and higher May you not be in need, any type of need, any type of difficulty and want in the name of Jesus Christ. I prophesy to your storeroom and I say be filled. I prophesy to your bank account and I say be filled. I prophesy to your storehouse of dollars. And I say, let the storehouse of US dollars be filled to overflowing in the name of Jesus. I prophesy to euros and pounds. And I say, let them multiply in your hands in the name of Jesus. I speak to your house that has not yet been built. And I prophesy to the ground, the lands. And I say, be built. I say be built, I say be built, for the servants of the Lord shall occupy thee, there shall be running water, there shall be lights, there shall be car parks, there shall be cars, there shall be abundance of all things, receive it in the name of Jesus, whoever's hand has not been strong enough to finish your house. I see the strengthening that came upon Peter to strengthen you to finish whatever you have started. Receive divine and supernatural strength in the name of Jesus Christ. You are now called a prosperous son and daughter of the prophets. You are no more called a son. daughter of a poor person. The son of an elephant is an elephant. Receive elephant-like blessings in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. I prophesy to your exams, you are going to excel in your examination. I prophesy over your school and I declare you are the best in your class in Jesus' name. I prophesy over your job that you have now. I prophesy and bless you over there. By the word of the Lord, you shall rise and rise and rise. In the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever is a chain, a chain around your leg that has restricted you from going fast and that is holding you back. I command and declare that chain is broken today in the name of Jesus you're not being in need anymore. God has broken the chains. You are no more tied to poverty. You are no more tied to needs. And to hardship. Your dry season is over. Give the Lord a shout and a clap offering. Every head bowed and every eye closed as every head is bowed and every eye closed if you want to give your life this morning to jesus maybe somebody invited you but if you don't know jesus the bible says thou shalt be called the prophet of the highest for you shall teach salvation salvation is the most important thing if you are not saved you will go to hell and i prophesy you your entrance to hell so today is an intervention God wants to save you from going to hell. If you are not sure whether you go to heaven or hell when you die, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, lift your right hand high. God bless you. I'm not sure. I want you to pray with me. Then lift your hand up. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. God bless you. I see so many hands. Lift it up high. God bless you. God bless you. If you've lifted your hand, you want to give your life to God. Come to me in the front. Come. 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 Come on to Jesus. come all the way to the front.
3: give Giving your life today. Come on to
7: Say this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I give my life to Jesus. Have mercy upon me. Oh Lord, I'm sorry for all my sins. Cleanse me. Wash me. Forgive me. Today, I give my heart. I give my life to Jesus Christ. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I am a child of God From today, I am born again From today, I follow Jesus Thank you Lord Please register me in the book of life I am your child, I am your servant Thank you Lord, in Jesus name Amen and Amen Hallelujah, God bless you Don't go back, I want to give you one of my books right here This is a book called How to Pray. It costs 40 CDs, but I'm giving it to you as a gift. Are you happy about that? Very fast with the books, please. Very fast. Very fast. When we close, we are going to close just now. Come to the side here where these people are waving. I'm going to send one of my pastors, one of the anointed pastors, to pray with you and give you something. you go. Okay? Don't go away. And then also bring your phone. Where is your phone? Lift your phone. I'm going to do a blessing. Lift your phone. Father, bless all those here with phones, with new phones. And give them them the podcast. Give them the podcast. Let them be connected to divine communication. Divine communication. Divine communication. In Jesus' name. Whatever is good, let them hear good news on this phone in Jesus' name. Amen. So when we close, come to the corner here, salvation corner. And then you get something for your phone. You get something. One of the young sons of the prophet is coming to talk to you over there. All right. Is it powerful? So don't leave. As soon as we just go there, two minutes and then you are on your way. All right. Give them, a lot a mighty clap of praise. Hold your book. Lift it up. Let me pray with you. Say, I will read this book. I'm going to be established in Christ, in God, in Jesus' name. My life changes from this moment. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. When you go home, write your name in the book and read it. And God is going to bless you every day. God bless you. Go back to your seat. Beautiful. It's time for communion. Take, eat,
0: this is my body Which is broken for you Drink, this is my blood Which is poured out for you John chapter 6 Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood Has eternal life For my flesh is meeting indeed. My blood is drinking deep The cup of blessing which we bless It's the communion of the blood of Christ The bread which we break It's the communion of the body of Christ Oh, this is the holy meal It is the meal of God
7: Hallelujah Now listen One time The prophets came to town, Second Kings, and um, they told him that there is a death, D E A R T H, death
12: in the city.
7: You know, and so that word means hunger. Hunger. I declare, not be hungry anymore so he asked them to make some food then when they tasted it they said ah there is something poisonous in the food are you are you there the next verse yeah and um he said there's there's death in the pot death so they could not eat amazing verse 41 but then he said bring meal you know bring some it was I think some flour or a meal like bread whatever and he cast it into the pot So this bread, see, you see in the Bible, many miracles. So when that bread was put, or that meal was put in, you could consider it as a meal like food. Or you could consider as meal, as flour, whatever, it's the same thing. And when he cast it into the pot, he said, pour out for the people that they may eat. And there was no harm in the pot. Now today, you are about to receive a meal You are the pot And Jesus Is giving you a superna- You see this is obviously not An ordinary meal That was put into the pot It had a supernatural effect yeah. It neutralized The evil that was there Today whatever is Evil in your life In your body As you receive this meal it. Is neutralizing the case in your life. In Jesus' name. Stand up, everybody. Beautiful. Father, thank you for this meal. We receive it in Jesus' name. As we cast this meal into the pot of our lives. We thank you that no harm shall come to us anymore. Our blood, our blood cells, our mind, our brain, our stomachs, livers, pancreas, kidneys, intestines, colons. Every organ, our eyes, arms, legs, tissues, every harmful thing, inside us as we lift up this meal we say that there shall be no more harm in our lives He said Lord whosoever eats my bread drinks my blood has life whatever takes away life we curse it today in the name of Jesus something is painful in your body receive healing something is not working in your body receive healing something is not working in your life receive healing in the name of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus Christ power is about to enter your body Father we thank you we declare this to be the body of Jesus Christ the body of Jesus. And now, the other part of this meal. Whatever is actively poisonous, even your temperament. Your personality. Your life. I lift up the blood. Father, we declare this to be the blood of Jesus. Let whatever is poisonous about us. That drives away people from us. Be cured in Jesus. You will never be declared a poisonous person people will not be driven away from you people will be attracted to you somebody here couldn't get married through this communion whatever is poisonous make people say no I don't want you it's going receive the blood of Jesus
0: Jesus, yeah.
7: Thank you. There will be no more lack of anointing. No more lack of healing. And no more lack of grace. Receive into your bosom. The power of the Holy Ghost. The power of healing. The power of Jesus. Receive life. Receive healing. Receive long life. Ah, deliverance from accidents. Deliverance from surprise and unfortunate incidents in the name of Jesus. Whatever represents a surprise, a bad surprise, is neutralized today in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands now. Whatever represents a surprise against you, a surprise that goes against you. In the name of Jesus, I bring an end to that surprise. I cast the curse that is coming away. I say, I cast the curse that is coming away. In, in Jesus' name. Now, I open the gates through which good news is going to come into your life. Now. May a wide gate of only good news be open in your life from today in the name of Jesus. Whatever makes you confused, I command the confusion to be terminated today in Jesus' name. Whatever confuses you, whatever is confusion to you, in the name of Jesus, anything that makes you confused and certain and and certain of what to do, I bind its power today in Jesus' name. i fasten with chains, demons of confusion in your life. i fasten with chains, dragons of surprise, crocodile spirit of surprise sudden attacks hey I block it with a shield of faith in the name of Jesus whatever is hidden from you that you need to know receive revelation receive understanding receive light in Jesus name dryness your dry season is declared over from now your dry season is finished in the name of Jesus I see somebody your feet are walking in the rain and in the waters that God has sent to your life the proud dusty fields are turned into beautiful grassy lawns. Receive goodness and mercy, receive goodness and mercy, receive goodness and mercy. Your dry season is over in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands, Jesus thank you for your intervention in our lives on this earth. For we know that life on this earth is full of cases. We thank you today that we came for an intervention in our situations. Light has come where there was darkness, healing has come where there was pain, and the rain has begun to fall in the dryness of our lives. A new season begins now. Receive your new season of goodness and mercy. Ah, the dry season is over. In the name of Jesus, give the Lord a mighty shout and a clap of praise. God bless you.
2: We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Daikuid Mills, please visit our website at www.dikewoodmills.org. God richly bless you.
11: Tonight, the next chapter of the bachelor journey begins. Welcome
3: to Listen to Your Heart.
11: Twenty single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note. It's no fun
0: singing a love song when you're not in love.
11: The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six episode event tonight at eight seven Central on ABC.